Approval of I-601 fraud waiver plus immigrant visa grant equals a true success story. After USCIS approved the Form I-601 application we prepared on his behalf, our client received his immigrant visa and joined his permanent resident parents in the U.S. Prior to getting the waiver, he was refused the visa under INA 212A6C1. That is, fraud or willful misrepresentation of material fact to previously obtain entry to the U.S. on a visitor visa. With our guidance, he proved to USCIS that his mother and father would face extreme hardships if he did not receive entry to the U.S. The Form I-601 approval permitted the issuance of immigrant visas to the applicant and his wife and two minor children. So what was the problem? He had a permanent bar under INA 212A6C1. This section of the Immigration and Nationality Act states that a person who uses fraud or willfully misrepresents a material fact to gain entry to the U.S. or any other immigration benefit is inadmissible. This is a lifetime bar to entering the U.S. In this case, in the early 1990s, our client attended high school while he was on a visitor visa instead of on the proper F-1 student visa. A U.S. citizen family friend, who later became his legal guardian, encouraged him to begin attending a U.S. high school during his temporary visits. A minor at the time, he would consistently leave the U.S. before his authorized stay expired and then re-enter to continue his studies. Two years later, he was denied admission at a U.S. port of entry when he presented his valid passport and unexpired visitor visa. He was still under age 18 at that point. The U.S. Customs officers thought he spoke English too well to be just a visitor. With further questions, they discovered he was attending high school and working part-time in the U.S. during his temporary stays. His visa was canceled, and he went back to Mexico. A few days later, he returned to the U.S. by crossing the U.S.-Mexico border on foot without inspection. He did not encounter any Border Patrol agents or present any false documents or information to re-enter the U.S. and finish high school. Following his high school graduation, he departed the U.S. and established a comfortable life in his home country. He became a family man with a spouse and two children. He developed a solid career in warehouse management and logistics. About 20 years later, he applied for an immigrant visa based on the approved Form I-130 petition his U.S. citizen brother filed on his behalf. At the immigrant visa interview, the U.S. consular officer found him inadmissible under INA 212A6C1 for misrepresenting the main purpose of his visit when he requested entry to the U.S. in the mid-1990s on his visitor visa to continue his education. During the visa interview, he admitted under oath to the consular officer that he had attempted to enter the U.S. using his visitor visa by stating he was coming to the U.S. for a visit, but he intended to return to school and a part-time job. Although he did not affirmatively present false information to the U.S. Customs officer, his own testimony at the visa interview led the U.S. consulate to deny him the visa under 212.6c1. He was instructed to file a Form I-601 application 
for waiver of inadmissibility. So how did we solve this problem? With a Form I-601 waiver under INA 212-I. Section 212-I of the INA provides a waiver of the fraud or misrepresentation bar if the applicant is a spouse, son, or daughter of a U.S. citizen or permanent resident who will suffer extreme hardship if the applicant's request for entry to the U.S. is denied. After agreeing to represent the applicant, I counseled him on the documentary evidence and written testimonies he needed to present to USCIS. These included detailed affidavits from the applicant and his family members, medical records and psychological evaluation reports for the parents, and proof of his U.S. citizen brother's limited income and many responsibilities. To support the Form I-601 application, I submitted a legal memorandum describing the extreme hardships the permanent resident parents would suffer if the applicant did not receive the immigrant visa for entry to the U.S. The memo also explained why his U.S. citizen brother needed his help and support to care for their parents. Furthermore, it was not a viable option for the parents to relocate to his home country due to the lack of health care, high crime rate, and poor living conditions. Even if the applicant meets all the eligibility requirements, the USCIS officer must also decide whether to grant the waiver as a matter of discretion, because fraud or willful misrepresentation of material fact to obtain a U.S. immigration benefit is a very serious violation. We emphasize the applicant was a minor at the time who reasonably relied on the advice of his legal guardian. In addition, his professional qualifications, family responsibilities, lack of a criminal history, and close relationship with his permanent resident parents were positive factors that outweighed the unfavorable ones. What was the outcome? A waiver approval plus an immigrant visa grant. Consistent with average wait times, USCIS took a year to process and approve the Form I-601 application. Several months later, the applicant was scheduled for a follow-up interview at the U.S. consulate, which issued the immigrant visas to him and his spouse and two children. He and his wife and children became permanent residents of the U.S. upon their entry to the U.S. on immigrant visas. He finally reunited with his parents and U.S. citizen brother after they had lived in separate countries for 20-plus years. This is a true success story. This is general information only from Diane Williams Law. Do not consider it as legal advice. Each case is different. Even cases that seem similar can have different outcomes. Have you been charged with fraud or misrepresentation? If you're applying for permanent residence and have this lifetime bar, you need an I-601 waiver. Otherwise, if the bar was made in error, you might be able to get it removed through a motion to reconsider. To receive advice on fraud or misrepresentation issues, Contact us through our website at dianewilliamslaw.com.